Welcome to Get Online from Great Plains Idea. I'm your host, Katherine Harth. Thanks for downloading this week's podcast. Get Online has expert advice and creative resources to inform and enrich the online educational experience for both students and faculty. This is the third episode in which we bring you the stories and life achievements of Great Plains Idea alumni. These short profiles on individuals give listeners a glance into what it's like to follow your dream, face down a challenge, and accomplish something when doubt almost stopped you. Today, I'm joined by a recent graduate of our Merchandising Master's program, Sydney Highland, who shares with us her journey in the retail industry from North Branch, Minnesota to Mamo, Sweden. You'll get to hear how her newest employer rivals the efficiency of the e-commerce giant, Amazon, You'll learn what fascinates her about her industry and why she believes a college degree is still worth it. Sydney, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us as an alumni guest for this episode of Get Online. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We're excited to hear your story. Let's start with something kind of simple. Why did you choose the field of merchandising and retail? Was there a moment in your life when you realized this was your path or a job or even a person that made you fall in love with this industry? Yeah, it's actually a little bit of uh, both. There was somebody and an experience. So I actually grew up thinking, I don't even know where it came from. I just wanted to be a lawyer. That was just what I've always wanted to do. Like, even as a little kid, you know, you have a dress up for career day. Like I was asking to like put on like a my mom's blazer and like go to school and that. Um, <laughs> so I had, I had always planned on that. And then I went to California for spring break with a friend of mine. And my cousin's wife is a CEO and president of a um, very high end premium retailer. And I kind of just saw what she did for the day. So we we're hanging out at her office like, you know what, I could totally do this. And I was talking to some of the buyers there. And I just, I just realized like, okay, this is what I need to do with my life. I'm, I've always loved fashion. Like this is nothing new. I like, I love the retail side. Like it's just like talking to people and like getting to understand consumers. It just really resonated with me. And it was just then I knew I needed to switch. So you were in high school when you discovered your path. Yeah. Yeah. You're lucky. Not a lot of people yeah. get to find their path so soon. That's that is really neat. And and I think that speaks a lot to job shadowing, like the opportunity for high school students to get to go job shadow. Definitely, because I mean, until you're talking to people that actually do that job on a daily basis, it, you don't you don't understand like what jobs are out there. And I mean, even school, especially. I feel like um, at NDSU and through my master's program with GP Idea there's so much exposure to what kind of jobs you can do. And you don't even know about half the stuff out there until you hear of it. And you're like, Oh, that's, that's really interesting. Like I, I really didn't even understand that people were like making these floor designs and setting out things for major retailers. Like I didn't understand that was a job or technical design and all these really cool things. And you get exposed to it in all these different ways. It's just, uh, it's kind of chance, but also like taking the time to like learn about them as well. Mm -hmm. It's all about exposure. So let's talk a little bit about your master's degree. There is a lot of talk in society today about whether a college degree is worth it or not. You have a bachelor's degree, a graduate certificate, and a master's degree, most recently completing your master's degree through Great Plains Idea. So my question to you is, as a very recent graduate of a master's program, 
What do you think? Do you feel it's worth it? I I mean, obviously I'm a little biased, but definitely I <laughs> I really don't think I would have some of the experience I have today. And I know previously at one of my jobs, they said how that really stood out on my resume and how I was able to show that I can go to school and work at the same time just shows like discipline that I was good with time management. So I would highly recommend it. If it's, if it's something that's going to help you in your career, definitely. If it's the thoughts even there, it's just, it'll do wonders for career advancement. That's great. I mean, that's great to hear that for, for you personally, it has been very helpful. Oh, definitely. I think it's the ease. Like I was very fortunate enough to still be able to travel and do my schoolwork. Like I was on vacation. I just read on the plane or doing it, write a paper while I'm sitting at an airport. Like there's so much you can do. And I feel like it doesn't take up too much of your time. Like I really was able to focus on my career, get it started. And then I do my schoolwork at night and the weekends. And one thing that's great about online is most of the classes have your literature and your lecture that you can listen to and read in your time. So if I have a really long day at work, I don't have to stress out and be like, okay, I have to sit in class for two to three hours tonight. I can do my schoolwork whenever I want to. Or sometimes when I had lectures that were a little bit longer, I would listen to it on my way to work. Like I can be a lot more productive with my time. And Mm -hmm. I just think it's so much more beneficial when you have more control of your schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't have to feel guilty. Like if I wanted to push back, not doing an assignment on what I was planning with writing it down like on my calendar for the week like okay Tuesday I need to do this if I want to push it off to Wednesday because it's not due why not it's it's really nice to be able to take control of your schedule and I don't feel like I had to sacrifice my social life just to do school and work because I have seen a lot of people do that obviously you're a very organized person just just from (laughs) what you just shared (laughs) yes time management's huge yeah to sit down each week and kind of plot it out and know how it's going to happen that's a great skill to have yeah, like I wouldn't even I wouldn't say it's easier, but it's a lot easier when you can take control of your schedule. And as long as you're good with your deadlines and you make sure you meet those, it's no issues. And um, it's really cool to also get to know professors from all over the country and students like my network from classes are huge, mm. like absolutely huge. Like if I were to move back to the U.S., I if I just pick a state, I'm like, OK, I actually know a professor or another student in my class that lives there I could connect with because they obviously are in the same field. So it's great that I have connections at Nike, Timberland, Apple, like all these really cool companies that, I mean, it's not even just good for professional networking. It's you learn more about those industries too. That's fascinating. Mm -hmm. You know, research in higher ed is showing there are more and more online programs. uh, But what they're finding is that even though a student could enroll anywhere in the country, like at any school in the country, because it will be an online program, most students still choose a school within 100 miles of where they live. Very interesting. Even though it's online and they never have to go to campus, they're still choosing a school within 100 miles of where they live. And that has a lot to do with brand recognition. Oh, for sure. Wanting your employer to recognize the the quality of the education you're getting. The Great Plains Idea Merchandising Program prepares students to navigate the retail industry and develop corporate social responsibility initiatives. Dedicated faculty from five universities work together to provide a technology-rich program that helps students improve business strategies through profit maximization, customer satisfaction, and selling approaches all measured through the triple bottom line with a strong focus on sustainability. 
This unique program offers a master's degree or graduate certificate and is 100% online, allowing students the flexibility to choose what fits best with their academic and professional goals. Learn more about the merchandising program at www.gpidea.org. You mentioned several brands right there that you got to learn about through uh, your interactions with fellow students, mm -hmm. but you've also worked for some popular brands like Best Buy, Stitch Fix, and now you mm -hmm. work for Boost. Yeah. So share with listeners something they might be surprised to know about what it's like to work with big and growing companies like that. Regardless, whether if you're working for a big, growing or big, growing company, you really need to be able to adapt to any environment. Best Buy was such a huge company and just the buying merchandising team was like over 150 people. Like it's huge. So just being able to adapt, sometimes they move people around and just on the need of uh, just resources and people to help out. You really need to be able to be like, yep, I am totally fine with shifting gears and changing teams onto a whole different product line that I have no idea about. Like when I was working at Best Buy, I started in the health and wellness. So I worked with like Apple, Garmin, Samsung, um, a lot of actually baby items. So LV, which is really cool, Miku, uh, some up and coming uh, like baby monitors and um, Owl, Owlette is maybe one that people are familiar mm -hmm. with. It's become quite popular yeah. from uh, Kim Kardashian actually. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you learn those products and then I shifted over to the laundry team. And so learning about major appliances, which um, for someone that was fresh out of college, like I had never bought an appliance before. I knew nothing, but oh, you yeah. really have to just like <laughs> learn the product and being able to adapt in those situations. But then now working for Boost, it's so much smaller. Mm -hmm. Our buying and merchandising team, I think is maybe like 50 people, but they're growing so fast this time last year. The team that I'm on currently was one person. Wow. And now it's seven. Like it's it's growing so fast that they're almost not able to keep up. And luckily they're able to hire people throughout the pandemic. So that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and getting people to move all over the world is they've been great with sponsoring visas and getting the best talent possible to work for them. Um, but you just, there's a huge difference with working for a smaller company than a big. I think you get a lot more say, a lot more voice. And you also get to know people, obviously, a lot faster. So it's really good on the networking side and being able to show your worth to maybe someone that's not going to see it every single day. Or I have a better relationship with people that are in C-suite with Boost mm -hmm. than I did at Best Buy because I have the visibility to them. And I've only been there for a short period of time. It's uh, quite a big difference. But overall, I think you just need to adapt. Adaptability. I mean, that is critical. So in preparation for today, I had never heard of Boost. Okay. And so I was doing some research on their um, LinkedIn page and on their website. Yeah. And they, they are, they claim on their website, they say that they are a technology company in the fashion industry. And obviously they're growing. You said that. So mm -hmm. that, that really paints a picture as to why someone fresh out of grad school would want to get in with a company like this. But you had to move across an ocean to Sweden from Minnesota <laughs> to do that. Yeah. So, so what, was there something about the company that you love? And maybe, maybe you should explain to listeners what the company does. And then, and then was there something about it that you really loved beyond just the growth? Yeah. So Boost actually, so they started as a company, uh, you could compare it to Shopify. So people put their stores online and sell their product um, and more of a technology platform. And now they have shifted into a 
it's, I mean, it, we still consider it a tech company, but they do sell fashion and it's growing astronomically, like ridiculously fast. We have beat so many numbers. And so the unique thing about them is that they only do things online. They all have their own outlet. So they call it boostlet. So when product can't sell or if they, maybe they bought too much, they can put it on boostlet. So they have like the outlet store, but then they also have a physical beauty store and it's the best I can compare it to a Sephora. It's oh, yeah. very premium, very high. And mm-hmm. the merchandising in the store is fantastic. They do a really, really good job, but they mm-hmm. just focus on being able to deliver the best online. And they also, the best way I can compare it is like Amazon in the U.S. So Amazon just launched in Sweden, uh, what is that, three weeks ago now. Oh, so it's very wow. new. Yeah, it's very minimal. It's just not a good user experience. And in the U.S., I know I was so used to having things delivered in one to two days. And yes. it's, it was great. It was very, yes. very great. But they don't have that here. Like they don't have that service. But Boost is like that for fashion. Oh, um, they have okay. a, anywhere in the Nordic. So so that's where that's where they're getting people, and it's great. They um, can do one to two days within anywhere in Norway, Sweden, Finland, uh, Germany, Denmark. It's it's crazy how fast they ship. I ordered something the other day, and it took less than twenty four hours to get there. Like that's <laughs> that's insane. That is um, insane. Yeah, I know, and it's great. So I mean, it's it's really really good. The customers are really happy. Uh, there's not a lot of customer disappointment. And they're able to do that through having the largest electronic warehouse in the world, bigger than Amazon. I think I saw a picture of that on yeah. the website. And okay. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's really cool. And they have that just outside of where I'm living in Momo. So now we're right on the train and it's it's huge and they're even building onto it. They're going to have a bigger machine. It's, it's, it's world-class. Like it's, it's phenomenal what they're able to do for such a small company growing so fast. That's what really attracted me mm-hmm. to the company itself. But then in college, I, also, I always loved uh, e-commerce and omni-channel shopping. And I, I just knew that was the future of the growth of technology. So it was just a really good move. I just, it was a great opportunity. I saw it on LinkedIn, applied and scored an interview. And here we are. Cool. I'm so excited yeah. for you. Like, I'm just getting like excited you. hearing you talk about this. I can't imagine <laughs> living your life right now. How cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been really a uh, very interesting experience going from mm-hmm. um, American work culture to foreign work culture because Boost hires so many international employees. I think we oh. have over 37 right now or just around that number. Wow. I only know of two other Americans at the company. Wow. So it's really cool to work with people from all around the world and they all have very unique experiences and how they got there. Some are Swedish, yes, or Danish because we live right across from Copenhagen. Some are from there, but then a lot of people ended up marrying a Swede or like me and just saw the great opportunity and why not? Yeah. It's just very different working with people that are international because everyone is a lot more relaxed than what I'm used to. Um, I mean, the dress code was different. It's, I People wear leggings to work. And that first time I saw it, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that totally throws me off. I'm used to wearing heels and a blazer. Yes. Just very, very different. Um, yep. But obviously, yeah. you pick up as well, you go. You know, with all the work from home, I think a lot of people are wearing leggings to work right now. But yeah. <laughs> but you get to do it and actually go into the office. And that's awesome. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's great. So you're kind of leading me into the last question that I have for our interview today. I wonder if you could provide some advice for our listeners. What would you say to a listener who is uncertain about working in the retail industry or 
you could answer, what would you say to a listener who's holding back and uncertain about getting a master's degree? I think if you're thinking about getting a master's degree, just do it because there's so many different options. There's different programs. And like you said, there's so many uh, people usually go closer to home for school. Like most schools now offer online programs and it is great that you're able to work a full-time job and go to school, or you could even work part-time, go to school full-time. There's so many different options that work for all schedules. And I think it's just, it's very doable. It's very easy to do. But if anyone's ever thinking about working in the retail industry, I would definitely do my research or maybe ask some professionals that are in the industry already what kind of jobs are out there because you really don't know until you uh, are exposed to these positions. I think people always know what a buyer is or, or merchandiser or visual planner, like technical design. I mean, there's just so much. So don't limit yourself, really get to know what else is out there. Because I think when people think of retail, mm. they think of just working in a store. And like I did that in college and I loved it. It was fun getting to know customers. And yes, I mean, working in a store is a blast, like just the energy. But there's more than just that. There's so many different routes mm. you can take. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Thank you so much, Sydney, yeah. for joining us today and sharing your journey and telling us about your experiences. We really appreciate it. And we wish you all the best. Well, thank you. It's been great. Thanks for having me. That wraps things up for season one of Get Online. We are going to take a break, but you can download other episodes from season one wherever you get your podcasts or visit our website to learn more about Great Plains Idea. Just go to www.gpidea.org. Special thanks to our guest, Sydney Highland, and Dr. Linda Manikowski, professor at North Dakota State University, who put me in touch with Sydney. In the final moments of this episode, and on behalf of the team here at Great Plains Idea, I'd like to say thank you to our listeners. We've learned a lot in this first season, and we appreciate your patience and your support. I'm your host, Katherine Harth, and until next time, get online.